Welcome to this week's episode of Tour Pass Podcast. I am here. I am your always awesome co-host, Matt Harmon, and we have my barely adequate co-host, Dante, here. Dante, how you doing? I'm good. I don't think we're both... I think we're both just hosts. I think, like, you know, I don't think we're both co-hosts, but it, it doesn't matter. Well, you can't, right. have, you can't have one single co-host. My, like, it's it not like there's just, matter. like, one it host. Matter. And... doesn't matter. doesn't right. matter. How was your, how was your birthday? Um, it was good. It was very low key, you know, as it should be. I want to thank all of you that sent me in money. Um, the People new, are... yeah, I don't know if you listened to last week's podcast, but I snuck in a little ad with a Venmo, and so uh, I want to thank everybody. Uh, the Mercedes will be here on Tuesday. I, <laughs> I went, I went with a jet black, which I know a lot of you suggested a red would be more fitting. Or even a lot of you really said a light blue to highlight my eyes, but I just felt like Jet Black was better. So yeah, the Jet Black Mercedes will be here within a couple of days, and I want to thank all of you listeners for uh, sending in some Venmo money to to help out for the birthday weekend. But it was good. I got uh, as far as gifts, I got No Effects's book, which I haven't read yet. I also got uh, Bad Religions Degenerator on vinyl. Nice. Um, and it was like a nice, cool, like marble gray color. Thank you, Adam and Tina. That being Adam, that shit on you and uh, pissed his pants. The defense guy, yeah. Defense guy, yeah. And so, mm-hmm. okay, I would like to, I would like to do a quick retort to that mm-hmm. because he listens and he wanted me to say this. He didn't necessarily just like pee his pants as much as, <laughs> as much as he was peeing in public. And a car was coming, and he thought it might be a cop car, so he put his junk back into his pants and hid in the bush. Couldn't hold it, I guess. It was too, well, too whilst, strong whilst of a stream. Peeing. He was peeing whilst peeing. Yeah, like, dude, it's hard to stop it sometimes, especially yeah. if you're drunk. Very so Florida. anyways, I, I wanted to throw that in there because he wanted me to add that. But yeah, he got me a Bad Religion Generator on vinyl. It was pretty awesome. Fuck yeah. So... I mean, I feel like without further ado, we have Pete from Valiant Thor as our guest this week. Yeah, we and, are uh, uh, recording this instead of listening to the uh, fucking first presidential debate. Um, it's, it's on in the background, and it's depressing, but we should If you don't the... know who to vote for, then just fucking... I don't think the debate's going to change anything, but yeah. I, uh... I don't... Yeah, okay, I, okay, so I don't think anyone that would listen to our podcast would vote for Trump. But I could see how people listening just want to either, A, you don't live in this country in which you can't vote, so sorry, wish you could. Or B, you just don't think it's worthwhile or that you just don't want to vote for Biden because whatever reason. But, like, things are pretty bad. So, I mean, I guess vote for Biden. But uh... Settle for Biden. Yeah, let's get into this interview with Pete Macy, my good buddy. Um... I feel like there's something else I wanted to add in there. No, no, I guess, I guess it's fine. All right. Cool. Here we go. Are we going? Boom. And welcome Pete Macy to the show. Hey. Um, Pete, what, what's your what's your Valiant Thor name? Uh, I should I should know this. Uh, I'm Deimos Thor in Valiant Thor. Gamos? <laughs> no, yeah, the Gamos. No, no, Deimos. D E I M O S. 
Damos. No, I, that wasn't a bit. I really heard. But I'm just a jerk. Damn it, Don. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it's going great so, so far. So um, far good. <laughs> yeah, Pete, uh, you, you don't know Matt. I don't think you guys. I don't think we know. I don't think met. we've been person before. I don't think I've I had s- the pleasure, but it's possible. I've seen Valiant well, Thor, so you're right. We have been in the same places before. Right on, right on. Um, yeah, man. Real quick, just uh, how how is life in this fucked up, weird COVID world? Man, it's you know? it's, it's very uh, it's very boring. Mm-hmm. And uh, I started uh, I started I've been playing a ton of guitar, and I started doing like little videos, and I started putting them on YouTube, and then I got bored, so I got like. 90 videos of me playing like 80s metal riffs that about 12 oh, hell pe- yeah about 12 people watch them is that is that the same as your instagram instagram king of ugly guitar yes yes if you like go that? to instagram king of the ugly guitar uh those are uh like low qu- i don't know it's it's the same clips but when you upload them to instagram they only show a minute and they degrade the quality so it, but it's the same ones yeah and a lot more people watch them there but you know that's just something to do how but many it, ugly guitars do you think you have um well you know they're all beautiful to me baby but i think <laughs> I, I think i probably have around 25 to 30 guitars oh holy shit yeah scattered very most of them are in uh are in my place in new york a couple are at my parents in massachusetts where i'm actually at right now uh i don't leave any in north carolina because you know benny will sell them for uh carrots or something <laughs> <laughs> yeah and a couple uh they're all over the place. Some are in, some were in Los Angeles with my old band. I'm afraid to ask whatever happened to those. So, oh, yeah. Shit. Speaking of your old band, let's go. Uh, let's go back to the beginning. I mean, um, not to put you on blast, you're a little bit older than me. Well, you're perhaps. you're a young whippersnapper. You know, you're a, a young <laughs> yeah you're experience. Wait. So I think you're a dumbass. <laughs> Fuck off. Uh, hurtful. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Um, no, uh, just like, yeah, what's like the, the quick kind of origin story of like, how'd you start playing music and touring and whatever, you know? Like, uh, well, there was a long gap between starting to play guitar and touring, but basically, uh, when I was a kid, I had an, uh, an older cousin and he was into heavy metal and I was, yeah, I thought he was real cool, you know? And I was, he was probably 15 or 16. So I was probably like 10 or 11 and they were playing a show in his backyard and I went and it like blew my mind, you know? Mm-hmm. So, yeah. that was in massachusetts yeah right? that would they yeah exactly and so you yeah. know they did like poison covers and heavens on fire by kiss and stuff and i don't think uh you know it was just a bunch of like 15 16 year olds messing around but like that was like i was like this is it this is this is for me this is so cool mm-hmm. so i, I yeah. started playing guitar and got my first band in high school and that was you know pretty fun and then basically i got out of college and i was like huh I gotta figure out something to my life. Uh, and all. What did you go to college for? I, I I don't even know if I knew that you went to. I mean, I don't. I, I don't know. Yeah, what'd you go to? School I have for? a degree in American history from Brown University. Your old Ivy League pal, Damos Thor. Oh, right on. Yeah, I did, just did not know this the whole time I've known you. That's I don't awesome. really talk about it that much. I'm like, hey, uh... <laughs> hey, Don, <laughs> talk some history with me. I got. I was reading this book the other day and it was scintillating. <laughs> <laughs> yeah yeah that's a good point so it was, it was kind of weird because i was uh i just got out of college and i was like oh, what do i want to do and this is like a weird time in my life and i i think i was kind of planning on i wanted to be thinking about being a teacher 
You know, yeah. I was, I was like, which would be hilarious. I would like love if you taught my kids. Yeah, I think well, and I, that's something maybe I still will. You know, if you can get some kids, I'll teach them some things. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, don't have any. Uh, that sounded weird. I didn't mean it like that. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but then, like, so I remember, like, it was like real crazy. Like, it was like a maybe a three week or a month, or maybe three months. But like, there's just this period where like every week something terrible is happening to me. So in the course, oh, sure. so like in the course of like a month or two, like I'm trying to think of it in order, but like my girlfriend of four years broke up with me. Uh, I got into a car accident and like cut my head open pretty bad. I mm. lost my job. I got fired, and then my car got stolen. And I was like, "What the?" Like every every day, I was like, "What?" There's always something. <laughs> yeah. So I was talking to uh, uh, my cousin, a different cousin, but I was talking to my cousin Dave, and he had just graduated from college in New York. And he, I was like, man, I don't know. I got to get out of here every day. Something bad happens. The universe is telling me to go. And he's like, well, I'm, I'm moving to Brooklyn. So uh, I need a roommate. So that's I ended up moving to New York. And I was like, I'll just move here for six months. And Then what happened? I've been there for 16 years. But, uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, <laughs> but basically, uh, I, I ended up joining a band there that wasn't that great and wasn't really one of what I wanted to do. Uh, was it just kind of like a local New York, let's make it New York type? Band? Yeah, it was like uh, I'd gotten on Craigslist and this is like 2004. So that was kind of, I guess, how yeah. you found bands. And uh, this, it was kind of like a, it was this weird bait and switch ad where it was like, you know, rock and roll drummer wants to form a band like Motorhead and the Helicopters and Turbo Negro. And I was like, ah, oh, cool. Those are like all my favorite bands. This is really cool. So I, mm-hmm. I emailed him. He's like, all right, funny story. That band doesn't actually exist, but... I'm playing, <laughs> I'm playing drums in a band backing up my girlfriend. She sings and we need a guitar player. And they sent me the music and it wasn't anything I was super duper into. It's like, yeah. I, don't, I don't know anybody. I just moved to New York. Uh, and I had this plan that like if I joined a band or joined this band, I could get out there, meet some people, network and end up in a, in a bigger band. And somehow that's exactly what happened. Uh, so, I can like I can almost pinpoint exactly what happened. I did some shows with this band. This girl I was kind of seeing at the time brought her friend. Her boyfriend was like, "Oh, you like heavy metal? I like heavy metal. I DJ a heavy metal night." So now I go to it. Now I'm DJing this heavy metal night. Uh, one week they bring in uh, uh, early Adam, Adam Bonatti, the drummer for Early Man, as a guest DJ. I'm mm-hmm. a little while later. We go to see Iron Maiden, and the guy the, the guy in charge tonight is like, "Hey man, you play guitar, right?" I was like, "Yeah." And he's like, you can play, uh, uh, you can play leads like Iron Maiden, right? And I was like, yeah, yeah, that's probably no problem. He's like, you should be the new guitar player in Early Man, who were very big in New York at the time. It wasn't really they didn't, didn't have any records out at the time or anything, but in New York, it was like a real big deal. How how long were they around before you kind of jumped on with them? Um, I knew about them when I moved to New York. I'd actually seen them live once. Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh, but maybe a two years, three years. I'm not. I'm not 100 percent sure. Maybe mm. less. But maybe 2002. No worries. 2003. Yeah. Uh, oh man. Uh, so oh yeah. So anyway, he's just like, you should call him up. No, no. He said, call me tomorrow. I'll get you in the band. And then they sold me this whole bill of goods. You're gonna be famous. You're gonna be an MTV. You're gonna make three thousand dollars a week. I was like, this sounds awesome. And. uh so the next day, I was like, yo, Steve, are you serious about that? He's like, oh, I was dead serious. I was like, okay. He's like, so yeah, just call him. And I was like, what? So his, his whole thing of getting me the band didn't really happen. But I got in touch with him through MySpace. MySpace and that was it. Uh, yeah. 
basically, uh, it was really easy. I just showed up, played some songs, and they were like, uh, do you have a passport? I was like, yeah, they're like, we're going to Germany in a month. And come on with us. Fuck yeah. And um, that was obviously before Valiant Thor. Mm-hmm. You, you, uh, how long was that project? And didn't you, didn't you cross paths with Valiant Thor, which kind of got you the current gig that you have yeah, now? Yeah, yeah, exactly. And that's, that's, it's weird how everything keeps tying together because, uh, yeah, I was an early man for like nine years. And I, I yeah. joined in 2005 and I played my last show with them in 2014. Are they still doing things? They're not really. Um, it's, it's, they haven't done a show. They, after, uh, I stopped playing with them. I believe they did maybe one more show live. And the, the yeah. main guy, Mike, um, he still makes music like in his apartment and he still writes and like puts out stuff, but I don't think they're like, it's, I don't think it's like a performer thing. I think it's him still creating, mm-hmm. still creating music, but doing all the stuff, you know, programming the drums, I believe maybe, maybe hundred percent. Mm-hmm. And he plays all the guitar and bass. So I, I think um, he's still putting some stuff out. Yeah. And um, like early man did a couple like pretty good support tours, if I'm not mistaken, from what you've told me, right? Yeah, or... yeah, we toured. Uh, we did um, a couple tours with Three Inch of the Blood. We toured with uh, Toxic Holocaust. We used to tour with Priestess a lot. The bigger shows, we did, we did a tour with Iced Earth. Who, oh wow! Yeah, were, like shockingly big, and those shows were yeah kind of wild. Um, uh, we did some shows with Venom, which. <laughs> We were very excited about, but they were pretty uncool. Uh, oh, that's a bummer. Yeah, well, I mean, like, you know, it's like, it's their show. They, they have no reason to be nice to us, but they were <laughs> extremely <laughs> unaccommodating. You know what I mean? Like, it wasn't, it wasn't like they didn't want to hang out with us. It was like overt rudeness, but whatever. What are you going to do? Yeah. My go-to bid for, like, the rude guy treating uh, the opening band like shit is just, like, start, like, sniffing, like... <laughs> Yep, smells like opener in here. You know, that's my go-to. Wow, <laughs> wow. big Lee Graziani over there, huh? No, I would never ever fucking do that. God obviously, damn. but it's, I, it's, a, it's a good, it's a good s- bit. I've seen him do that to several <laughs> openers on Less Than Jake tours. I can, I believe it. I believe it. He's a, he's no, a it followed, jerk. Fo- in <laughs> fact, most openers. What he really likes to do is he likes to go into the openers' green room and take all the toilet paper out of the dressing room before mm. they show up. That's Dante's favorite. Mm-hmm. Classic. And the light bulbs, you take it, the light bulbs too, and then they're like, "Hey, could we uh, get some light bulbs in our green room?" And then the you know house people are like, "What the fuck? What would you guys do with the light bulbs?" <laughs> like, oh, I don't, I don't know about no light bulbs. Uh, but we don't. <laughs> but anyway, no, yeah. So, but uh, <laughs> but early man did uh, two tours with Valiant Thor, and that's how I met. Them, I guess. Yeah. So the first one was in two thousand eight, and then I, we were supposed to tour them again. Maybe uh, I think 2009, and then Mike, uh, the, the main, the singer in Early Man, hurt his arm, so mm-hmm. canceled. But they like literally canceled the night before. So I was or- yeah, already yeah. in Los Angeles to start the tour. And in hindsight, I don't know why we didn't just tour with just me playing guitar because Mike could sing. He just didn't need to play guitar, but he didn't want to do it, or we didn't want to do it, or I don't really remember how it happened. But so I was in LA. I was actually with Valiant Thor, and we all got the text at the same time, being like Early Man's dropping off, and I was like, Hey, I don't want to be weird, but uh. I'm here already. You guys mind if I just ride with you up to Seattle? So I did hung out with them for a week, just went on tour, helped out, and whatever. And uh, nice. that tour got rebooked or rescheduled, and we did. Then we did the tour then. And those are always the most fun tours. And uh, me and Benny really, really hit it off quite well. Um, what, uh, was there anyone else in Valiant Thor in this era that like 
was in the band when I was touring with when I toured with Valiant Thor on that Warp tour, or just Benny and Herbie? Benny and Herbie. Um, yeah. yeah, that point there's there basically the the lineup up until a few years ago was was very it was the same four guys. It was uh, uh, Herbie and Benny. It was Tyler on bass and uh, Jason on drums. And then mm-hmm. the guitar position that I'm in was always like almost a revolving door for a while. So I think I'm like right. the fifth or sixth guy to be in that spot. So for me, it was an easier transition because I think the kids, the fans, if you will, were used to seeing someone different in there every, <laughs> every time. Whereas for someone like, you know, Chris or specifically, especially Storm, because Tyler was such a larger than life presence on stage. They're like, oh, what happened to Nightwolf? What happened to Nightwolf? And, uh, yeah, why is this brown guy who like yeah. has better hair? <laughs> yeah, you didn't have to be racist about it. But I mean, he's, a, yeah, he's <laughs> I, it's not. He just he storms like a beautiful, darker person. That's it's not a, whatever. Anyway, I remember. Hey, I remember. Remember how at the beginning of this podcast, Dante asked you if there's like, let us know if there's anything you want to edit out. It's it's stuff like that that Dante says. We just edit Dante out. <laughs> No, I've said this before. Like this, this podcast is more of a burden. If Matt finds any guests that he likes, take it over. You know. Speaking of which, uh, Pete, let's talk about your failed YouTube show, Show Kane, real quick. Oh yeah. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> wow. No, guys that is, that is... I, what intern dug that one up. I thought we took that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, intern. No, I do want to talk about that at some point. Okay. But yeah, I just thought that was a quick jab. Yeah. I found out about Show Kane because I, uh, you know how like. Dropkick Murphy's like punched a Nazi in the face. Oh the yeah, yeah that was that one went viral as far as our videos went. We got in a lot of trouble because I think the, the 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 main guy editing it called it like he he said the word skinhead in the in an improper context. And I think Sharps got mad because he used it as a racial uh, a racist thing. Like look skinhead, yeah. and they're like, not all skinheads are racist, you idiot. They're boneheads. And he's like, I'm a kid from St. Louis. I've never been a punk rock show in my life. I have a Led Zeppelin tattoo. And I just that's funny as fuck. Yeah. I don't know what I'm saying. Yeah, I just I was just like on YouTube. I'm like, ah, you know, it'd be fun to watch that guy from Dropkick like punch a racist guy. And then there's my buddy Pete talking about <laughs> shit on a show called Show Pain. Yeah, the most addicting show on the internet. Yeah, back to back to the the, the Valiant Thor world. Sure. Um, I mean, you you went to you went to Europe a bunch with Early Man too. Like, what's uh? Do you have any like obscure Europe shit that happened along the way, or I don't know? Just uh, Europe's always just so different, obviously, than touring the states. And uh, yeah, I only is uh, there any? I've I only went to Europe once with with Early Man. Okay, just the first time within the first month or yeah. whatever. Oh no, you know what? I take that yeah. back. I guess I guess technically it was twice because the, the very very first show I ever did with them was in Germany. Uh, I was in Hamburg, mm-hmm, yeah. Germany, in two thousand five. That wasn't a tour. Like it was like. It was so insane because, you know, you have to realize, like, I've never played – at that point, I never really played a show outside of, like, a small club or a bowling alley, shit like that. Mm-hmm. Meet these guys, I barely know them. I've been in the band for a month. I'm going to Germany. We're getting flown to Germany to do one show. It was Vice Magazine Berlin opening party. And I was like, what the hell have I got myself into? You know, I had, like, a day job. I had to be like, hey, I can't come in for the – I need a couple days off to fly to Germany to play a show. Like, it, none of it made any sense. I hope the money was good enough to like make for that one show. Yeah, yeah. No, I don't. I don't. I... Money. <laughs> Wait, was this? I, in, I, was, this in Hamburg. <laughs> I was just so happy to get a free flight to Germany. And then uh, was this in Hamburg or Berlin? That was in Hamburg. It was. It was the Vice Magazine Hamburg. Berlin opening party, but the show was in did you, Hamburg. 
Okay, oh, okay. Did you get to go to the Reeperbahn afterwards? Yeah, yeah, check yeah. Out any of the local stuff? Yeah, that was because that's that was, Hamburg, right? Reeperbahn. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Magnet yeah. on yeah. the fridge. Yeah, so, that's Hamburg. Totally. Yeah, I was. Uh, I mean, I didn't indulge in any of the activities, but I definitely walked around being like, "This is some far out shit." I am. It. It's am fucking crazy to be there for the first time, though, right? And like, it was so weird like, because like prostitutes and windows. That's crazy. The wind. Yes. Sex yes, workers. Yes. 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 Because sex workers. Sex. Oh, you can't call them prostitutes anymore. Technically not, sorry. Yeah, that was a trip because, like, you walk... uh, Have you ever been there, Dante? Many, many times. (laughs) (laughs) Too many times. No. On that strip. But, yeah, you go and there's, like, those... It's not blocked off, but there's, like, two kind of walls that intersect. So it's kind of like you have to Z through it. And it's, like, you know, over 18, boys only. And I was... I think I was pretty drunk. And someone took me there. And I was, like, what am I looking at? And it's, yeah, it was just, like, women in windows. I was, like, this is crazy. This is weird yeah I went, and then at the end of I burger went to, king and it's like what is <laughs> burger king doing here no yeah. yeah i went to that burger king before i bet you um, did the weirder <laughs> thing is that like there's also there's like girls on the street too yeah. and i'm like i was like talking to the german guy that we were on tour with and i was like man like where do they go he's like i don't i don't really want to know i don't trust that uh because that's like the unregulated shit mm-hmm. there could just be a guy with a hammer that's just gonna be like hey i'm gonna break your hand unless you give me all your money right now i assume that would but, happen because the last time i was in hamburg was a few years ago and me and benny were just out like whooping it up and uh we ended up you know we went down that street and then yeah exactly you're not gonna not go down that street right but then like when you get out of that street and then it's just like weird like young girls in the corner being like hello american and she was like come to this hotel room and this and that and i was like that sounds like you know you get your kidneys stolen i was like yeah, yeah. yeah. I, was like, I tell you man we're going to the cobra club if you want to come with us and you know you can't She'd get killed by her pimp if she came with us to the club, but yeah, yeah. yeah I think I think Dante. The last time we were in Hamburg, we were hanging out. It was like some heavy metal street party, and it was me, well, you, Craig, and Craig's girlfriend. Yeah, correct? I forget the name of the. Uh, what's the? I'm such a goddamn poser. Like it's like the biggest metal festival in the world in Europe. Wacken. Um, yeah, like Wacken. that was like an after. Walking, it was an after party of that because I, I think that is pretty close to Hamburg. And yeah, and it, we were out drinking in the street, and they kept coming up to us so much. And like these girls come up and they put your their arm around you and they fucking grab your junk. And I was just like, I'm gonna get out of here and go get pizza. I don't know what you guys are doing. I'm gonna head back towards the bus, get some pizza on the way. This this is just too much. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, it's it's a, it's a little overwhelming. I just want my currywurst and uh. A Bex and leave me alone, you know. Exactly. You're a currywurst guy. I'm a donor kebab guy for sure. Donor kebabs are good, but you can kind of get them across Europe. Currywurst, that's like my thing in Germany. I, I go crazy for it. I find them particularly good in Germany. I could be wrong, but I don't know. Um, I'm always eating currywurst. Yeah. Couldn't tell you. Yeah. Um. To, yeah. So I don't know. Uh, Europe, just like any any like culture shock thing about that or. Other than, you know, the things we just discussed in Hamburg. Uh, <laughs> not re- I mean, like, uh, usually when I go, like, I get real excited. I'm like, ah, oh, this is cool. I'm going places I've never seen and this and that. And then, like, with, I have, like, a three-week limit in Europe before I'm like, this is suck. It sucks. No, I want to speak English to people. I want to I wanna know what the signs mean. I want uh, – I just kind of, like, get a little cranky after three weeks. Yeah. But uh, the, big, no, the biggest culture was the toilets. Like, in France, there's no toilet seats. In Italy, you just crap in a hole in the floor. It's – 
Yeah, it always <laughs> comes back to the fucking toilet. Yeah, or like you go stand at someone's house and they're like, "Yes, you can take a shower," and you're like, "Your bathroom just has a nozzle." They're like, "The whole bathroom is a shower. Just turn it on, <laughs> brush your teeth, shower, squeegee off my floor, and then that's it." <laughs> <laughs> okay. But, uh, None of it makes sense. Valiant, Valiant Thor never played any like I don't mean to say weird as a derogatory thing, but just like weird as in like not normal. Europe tour like I don't know I, I Herbie Herbie is a fucking storyteller and talks a whole lot and uh he just one time I think was telling me about all the crazy places like y'all played and maybe it was before you or something about like getting the key to the city of like some town or something <laughs> yeah that uh that was if that I mean again they've been around for like 20 <laughs> years and I've been in the band for maybe five yeah. or six so a lot happened sure. I mean I know okay. they did a two-week tour only of Germany with Motorhead opening for Motorhead which yeah. sound like a trip, like 14 shows in within Germany opening for Motorhead. Like, that just sounds insane. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, and it's funny because, like, stuff like that, like, it, it oddly pays off because, like, every show we do in Germany, you know, people go, I saw you with Motorhead because I look just like James. Well, not, I don't look just like him, but, like, I look very similar to the guy I replaced or I took over for it. I don't know what the right term is. Mm. And so people just think I'm him, and I don't bother correcting him at this point, you know. It's just like, yeah, that was me touring with Motorhead totally awesome <laughs> definitely did that <laughs> very fun but uh i know they had they had a crazy story of like uh refugees getting in their trailer did you ever hear that story oh yeah yeah, yeah. no i mean it would be better to, yeah i don't someone was there but no, no no please tell it if you if you can basically and this is you know all secondhand info if you ever you know get those guys they'll give you the real story but basically like they got to a border i mean long story short they, they got to a border crossing and they're like, hey, we got to inspect your uh, trailer. And they're like, yeah, totally. You know, some music equipment and stuff. And I guess they got back there and the, the padlock had been cut, but kind of put back to look like it was all together. And they opened yeah. up the trailer and like five to ten refugees were like stowing away and trying to get into another country. Or, uh, and they just, I guess they were very concerned. The band was concerned they were going to get taken up on human trafficking charges or smuggling humans, but they were like, oh, that's cool, man. This happens all the time. <laughs> See, it's a little, you're a little too cool about that, officer. Yeah, I'm trying, to think of, I'm trying to think of what border it was because, you know, there's not a lot of, like, actual border stops. And I don't know if it was, like, from... I mean, I think it was, like, the France to England ferry. Yeah, that's a yeah. big one, obviously. Yeah. Oh, that, um, that was an awesome time once. We were on, we were on tour. And uh, usually when we go to Europe with Valiant Thor, we, we get like uh, like a minibus kind of thing. Like it has bunks like a bus, but it's only a little bigger than a van. It's, mm-hmm. it's real cool. And we always get the same girl to drive us and she's real nice. But one time we went and they were like, you know, you're going to get a tour bus. You're going to share it with the two other bands you're on tour with, which was just kind of miserable for a variety of reasons. But essentially – they kept our tour manager got sick, so we had to drop off. So they gave us a new tour manager, who was a cool dude, but it wasn't really good at getting the job done when it really needed to get done. And we kept, mm-hmm. kept getting different drivers. So we were on our fourth driver, and she spoke. I think she, whatever language she spoke, none of us spoke, so we couldn't communicate with her. And she had never driven a, a bus with a trailer on it, so she couldn't get around. So basically, we were going to the ferry in France to England. And we we're cutting it very, very close on time. And she took us to the wrong ferry. No. And they were like, okay, well, you can't, you can't go any further because you're crossing an international line that goes, you know, this side, the bus is in France. And if you go a foot forward, you're in England or, or something. Mm-hmm. So, so you have to back up, 
you have to drive five kilometers backwards and she couldn't do it like she physically couldn't drive the van in a they wouldn't let her turn around at all all? no because to turn around would be going to they would let her turn around but all like 15 people in the bus would have gotten out had their passports checked gone through uh custom back on the bus turn around to go and do it again and then we would have missed the ferry oh so like you know she's like all frazzled all nervous speaking a language that none of us understand you know herbie's getting all like aggro redneck style like come on man just drive the you can't drive a damn bus i'll drive it hell let me behind the, I'll, drive, I'll drive this bus who cares and we're like okay you're not gonna <laughs> shit just backwards it's just what you're doing just backwards uh, and so ultimately i think they just felt bad for us and we got like some weird international convoy it was like obviously their thing to do which they made a huge deal out of it. was like some guy with a little like golf cart that had a French flag and a British flag. And they drove us there. Like, if you follow him, you're, you're, it's legal for you guys to enter the country or something. So. No, they didn't fucking have golf carts with little fucking flags <laughs> on them, dude. <laughs> Shut the fuck up. Yeah, well, you know, that was a little, that was, it was hazy. You know, there's a lot of us crammed in trying to see what was going on, but that's how I, no, that's, that's <laughs> insane. Hey guys, it's Dante here. Something I forgot to mention this week, um, and I'm doing it now. My band that I play in from time to time, Joystick, just put up our merch store for the first time ever. We have a bunch of rad merch available. Um, It is out of print, so once it's gone, it's gone. Please go check it out at joystignola.storeenvy.com. Thank you so much. Back to the podcast. So um, you mentioned that like sharing a bus with other bands was pretty miserable. I mean, other than obviously just no space like is there anything more than that that was just extra fucked yeah yeah i mean like a lot of it was like i don't i don't want to talk trash on these guys it was it was a lot of just like uh you know you you go you go on tour with these three two other bands you don't know them and to be thrust in that situation is kind of like you know you want to play a couple shows get to know everybody you know so basically we i think we got on the bus first and uh, all I know is I put my, my <laughs> this is the first day, so the first hour. I put, I, I cl- <laughs> we, we all, you know, we, Valiant Thor was the first band on there. We claimed all the uh, bunks that we wanted, you know. So mm-hmm. I like, you know, when you're walking in right side, middle, you know, that's, that's what I like. You can just kind of dive right in. So I put my bag in there or whatever. And then we went out and I don't know, picked up another band. I don't remember, but I know I came back when the other band was in there and all my stuff had been taken out of the bunk and put on the floor and someone else had put their stuff in there. And I'm not trying to. Yeah. I'm not trying to big league anybody. I'm not trying to pull any Bon Jovi moves, but I just felt disrespected. Uh, no matter what band you were in, you know. So yeah, lounge, and I was like, hey, I don't want to be weird, but uh, whose stuff is this? And it was this kid. He ended up being really nice. I actually really, ended up really liking him. But he's like, oh yes, uh, that is mine. I was like, well, I don't want to be a jerk, but did you happen to notice that all my stuff was in there, and then you moved in, put it on the floor, and put your stuff in? He's like, yes, I did notice there was stuff in there already. I was like, okay, that. <laughs> so, kind of answers it. <laughs> yeah, I don't want to be weird, but I kind of was there first, so I'm going to put your stuff on the floor and take that bunk back. I don't want it to be weird. And they were, they were, you know, they ended up like, you know, when someone does it to you right away, you're like, yo, are you, are you fucking checking me? You, you try to establish dominance. It turned out they were just goofballs who didn't know what they were doing, really. So yeah, and, and I'm assuming because of the voice that you made that they were not um, English first speaking they were uh they were foreign they were were, yeah foreign to us yes yes we were we went to europe and we picked up two local bands they were from they were dutch i believe gotcha okay that doesn't sound too bad and it's like it was 
you just couldn't be mad at these dudes. They were so goofy. Like, you know, what we, we were playing, a, all three of us were playing this festival in, in, uh, in Germany. And like, you know, we're playing and the, the singer's like standing in front of me as I'm playing. I'm on stage. I'm trying to look cool, you know, real tough. And he's standing in front of me with an ice cream cone. And he's like, Pete, you want ice cream? I was like, man, get the fuck out of here with that ice cream. <laughs> and I was like, actually, I do want ice cream. So now I'm eating ice cream cones that some kid's handing me in front. And I was like, I love this guy. And then some other guys in the band who I won't, I won't name names in our, in, in Valley of Thor were like, man, how could you be friends with that guy? That kid's a dork. It's, I was like, hey, you gave me ice cream. Cool me. Kid bought me ice cream. Um, I'm an easy mark. You buy me ice cream, you're cool with me. You know? <laughs> <laughs> I love it. Yeah. Yeah. Um yeah, man. Fucking so I met you touring with Pears. Yes. And we did that co uh no, it was not a co headliner, was that you guys were headlining. Well, um, if I remember correctly, we got the headlining spot. You guys got the headlining money because our agent was an idiot. <laughs> oh shit. Uh, I'm not it's neither here nor there. I mean like that 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 tour was fucking dumb for us too because um we like just did a lot of those same rooms with the subhumans mm-hmm. and then drove from new jersey because we did punk rock bowling new jersey it started in vegas punk rock bowling and then we toured kind of around all the way to new jersey with subhumans and then went straight from new jersey all the way to phoenix arizona to start a tour with you guys straight and did something non-stop. happen like you got there and the van immediately exploded Oh, not kind of, <laughs> not re- exactly, but might as well have. You guys um, wrote yeah, it up so, show to the first couple of shows, didn't you? If I remember, it was a whole thing. Yeah. So I mean, it, it it basically like you know, our agent was just like, "You guys will be fine, right? You guys will be fine just driving across the country in like two and a half, three days in like and 120 started... degree weather through Arizona. Yeah. <laughs> Super hot. So I was just like, "Man, this van's not gonna fucking make it. We just bought this van used." Uh, so it was new to us, you know, like the the peak album cycle for like the, the second album, um, you know, first album on like fat records, you know, and shit. Mm-hmm. And so like, we're just like, let's just book it. And like we're, the whole time I'm like, what this band's going to fucking break. And we we did pretty well on the Subhumans tour. So I was about to like divvy up all the money and pay everyone out. So they have some money in their pocket for the next fucking crazy long tour with you guys. And, um, yeah, like like we're like an hour outside of Phoenix, and I'm like, fuck it, we're fine. Pay everyone out. Like, everyone's happy. They have money. Um, we pull into, we got a hotel, which we didn't usually do, but we got a hotel. Pull into the parking lot, and we're like, we made it. Oh, yep, here we go. We're all stoked, and there's just like blood red liquid <laughs> leaking under the van, and like all the way down the street, and it was transmission fluid basically, and the van was shot. Um, and that was just the worst fucking way. Um, we ended up doing the show and then like everyone, but me, including Brian's wife, Kat, they weren't married yet at the time, like jumped in your van. And, uh, yeah, I fucking like, like got it. I got the, the next show was like San Diego or something. I got yeah, the trailer. The first show yeah. was like a tap room in wherever the Tucson, Arizona, Tempe, Tempe, maybe Tempe, Tempe. Yeah, I think so. Yeah. yeah, that's just fucking. Um, that was a fucking bummer. But I got a new van from like a buddy Craig who like rents out vans. Oh, so you like, you weren't on that drive because that drive had some weird internal tension uh, with Valiant Thor. Because yeah, and you guys were already like pretty deep into tour as well. That like, this was, is like the dude. That tour was insane because it was super, not super long, but it was like a two month tour, 
that was set up to promote the new album, but the album got delayed. So we hadn't put a record out in like a couple of years. And then we had this massive tour to promote mm-hmm. a record that wasn't out yet. <laughs> so it was just like, why are we doing this? And then, yeah, there's three parts of it. The first part, uh, Hammer Fight opened and they were cool. And then the second part was with Pears. And that was really, really fun because it was like the best. It was like the areas I like to play, you know, like the West Coast, because there's so you know, you're going to play L.A., you're going to play San Diego, you play San Francisco, Portland, uh, Seattle, stuff like that. Mm-hmm. And so and, and you guys, uh, our pairs were, were really fun to tour. They're really good and they really drew a crowd. So the shows are really good. And then Definitely. and then you guys dropped off. And then I, f- I forgot. You're on your own. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Because there was supposed to be a third band to take over the opening spot. And they, they dropped off and like, you know, typical communication breakdown. They told their people they were dropping off. Their people told our people and then no one got a new opening band. So it was just us uh, playing these shows and supposedly with local openers. And then, you know, you get to the club and they didn't know. So it was just us. It was. It was oh, got, really? For got, like a lot of dates? After, yeah. Like, yeah. It was. Damn, well, dude. I think uh, I remember specifically somewhere in Kentucky. I want to say Louisville, Kentucky. Mm-hmm. And I think Buffalo, New York, because those shows really stand out as not awesome as far as attendance goes. You know? And I think there was no openers on those shows. Yeah, that's such a fucking bummer. Fucking another thing that got fucked on that tour for Paris was. Um, yeah, so like we played the Portland show and then a day off in Portland and then Seattle and then Vancouver. And then from Vancouver, went all the way west to Winnipeg and then back down in the States. Um, the day off we had in Portland, Jarrett, our dr- the drummer, was like, let's go to Mon- Mononoma Falls or whatever. It's like a famous waterfall. Okay. And we go out there, and you'll probably remember this as I'm saying it, but we go out there, and it's, like, beautiful. And, like, we you know, were, like, hiking up to the top of the falls, and then Brian decides he's just not going to make it, and he just chain smokes halfway on the hike. And then me, Eric, and Jarrett make it the rest of the way. And it's beautiful. And then we come back down. They had a little gift shop, like, at the bottom. And they had ice cream. So, like, we all got ice cream. And we're just fucking happy and silly. Yeah, and day. walking back to the van. And the fucking van got broken into. And they just grabbed all the bags that they could, including two passports. Yes, I do remember that. I forgot yeah. about that. That's the worst. <laughs> yeah. So, you know, maybe don't do, just anyone who's listening, whenever touring's a thing again, maybe don't do two back-to-back tours. Um and, you know, do a whole cross-country drive in between those two tours. It doesn't really make sense. Now, was that in Canada or before Canada? No. Like... Yeah, we were in uh, Portland, and that happened. And it just immediately was like, okay, we're fucked. Uh, you know, there's did, did really you know, no way. Then? The what? Did you make it into Canada? Did we play Canada? Yeah, 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 yeah we did. We did the whole, we did the whole tour. Um, oh, and the Vancouver show I want to talk about just for a second. Was that the show <laughs> that was on a half-pipe? Yeah, yeah, I'll get into that in a second. Um, I'm trying to put the tour together in my head. Yeah, yeah. Um, The logistics of, like, getting... So, like, Zach and Jared's passports were gone. And um, we had to get both of their moms to overnight us their birth certificates and fill out a bunch of paperwork. And there was... there's, um, There's a passport agency office in seattle and it's only one of like nine in the country (laughs) just so happens to be in seattle and we woke up like at seven o'clock in the morning and got uh got them in there to like get an emergency like passport in a day which is possible i found out 
I've, I've actually um, had to do that before too. But yeah, it's it was such a nightmare, and the the, the worst fucking thing. So like, we went to uh, a, a Kinko's and like got them the passport photos because you got to get the photos made, and then you you turn those over, and then they make you a passport. Right, um, right, right. Jarrett fucking and Jarrett's very calm and very cool most of the time. Uh, Jarrett, like as we're pulling up to the passport place realizes like holy fuck his pictures are missing he lost his pictures <laughs> and he loses his fucking mind and just like is screaming and cursing and like crying and just punching the fucking seat over and over and over again and then just walks out of the van and walks down the street in downtown seattle and we're like well we better go get him <laughs> well we pick, we pick him up bring him to a kinko's and everything and then drop him back off at the passport agency and then guess what we found out? There's they take them there, show- right? Yeah, they take them there. And yeah. downstairs. <laughs> I was going to say, that's what happened to me. I rolled into one in Los Angeles. And uh, yeah. I, I was like, I don't have a picture. They're like, it's cool. There's a guy who takes them for an extremely overinflated price in the lobby. You know? <laughs> okay. It's just sold. Yeah, well, I'll take yeah. two. They actually have one of those places in Orlando. And like one of the few things I did with Less Than Jake this year is the Mexico run. And at the end of it, Yonker was like, well, give me your passport because you and JR, your passports are about to expire and we'll renew them. And me, I was like, oh, the Orlando passport office is on the next street over from where I live. Like, I got this. You were like, I would like another chore, please. I I didn't realize what it was. I was trying to be like, I don't need people. I can do it myself. I can handle everything. And yes. So I, I went there and, uh, it was the day I went there the day they shut down because of COVID. Ooh. And uh, yeah, so turns out you didn't need it anyway, though. Yeah, didn't need it anyway. Like I sent it in, and this is in like March or like whatever. And I just got it back like last week. Damn! Yeah. Like I just got my new passport. Jesus. Fucking yeah, passports are that was such a fucking pain in the ass. Um, but we made it. And we finished the tour. Um, Vancouver, though, yeah, it was it was a I forget the name of the venue, but it's in Vancouver, and like the crowd is basically a half pipe. Um, but this, the district that it's in, that part of Vancouver <laughs> is called East Hastings street. Very sketchy. <laughs> yeah. Um, uh, 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 so yeah, you know, you don't think of Canada as like a, a skid row type place, but, um, a place like Vancouver has a big heroin problem. And uh, this is no no other way to put it. This is the district of the town where everyone does heroin openly, and there's like safe injection sites, and there's just people openly. peddling shit. It's 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 it was a kind of a culture shock for me. I was like, God damn, this is wild. Yeah, no, that was my first time there um, too. And I, I like the funniest fucking thing is like you know we cross the border and we're like, holy shit, dude, look at all these kids outside of the venue. This is gonna be awesome. People <laughs> yeah, right. are lining up. <laughs> And guess what? <laughs> it wasn't that. No, they were just zombies. I remember talking to one of the guys at the club. I think I was asking him like a good place to eat that I could walk to. And I was like, man, it's, this is like, I mean, I'm sure you're used to it, but this is like wild for me. And he's like, oh, hell, man, you should have been here yesterday, man. It was like Mardi Gras out here. And they all got their government checks and bought heroin. I was like, oh, my God. Yeah. That was, I just thought it was, uh, it's maybe, maybe to uh, someone from Nolens like yourself. New, Mardi Gras and it's hilarious, but to me the idea of the, week, the day of the week you get your government check is like Mardi Gras on Hastings Street because everyone's just doing heroin and getting whacked out. I was like, God damn, okay. Yeah, everyone Jesus I talk to, everyone I talk to from there, like, is always like, yeah, you know, but like, 
they all uh they all kind of stay in that area and they're really not like up to any trouble they're just drug addicts you know yeah it's, it's like, a oh, different go ahead oh, i was just gonna say you're playing a rickshaw sounds cool just don't park out back <laughs> take, yeah. our, take your stuff inside uh we didn't play the rickshaw that night but that's that same area i believe yeah i, I, I did a show there that was my last show i ever did there in vancouver in the before time Man, in the before time of course I, I like playing vancouver that's a cool cool city yeah Another reason why, uh, just fun fact I learned, because I dated a Canadian for a while, um, is that the the other, so like, you know, there's the port, it's a, one of the biggest ports of Canada for like the West Coast, a lot of heroin comes in over there. That does And happen. then also, it's one of the only places, or maybe the only place like where you can survive uh, on the street in Canada year round. Well, you know, Canada's a friendly country, even on the streets, they're looking out for each other, it seems, you know? Yeah. <laughs> Not like um, here. You fall asleep. Thanks for the hair, dude. <laughs> uh, moving on <laughs> to a fun topic off of heroin. Um, later on, you know, uh, so I, I, I also did Warp Tour with you. Um, yes. We don't need to go into that too much. 2017. 2017. God the damn. second to last. God damn, that Warp Tour. That Warp War- Tour. You know what was funny about that? Hmm. Going into it, I was told it's gonna suck. You're not gonna have any fun, but you're gonna oh, I've make. I've heard a... you say this before. But, yeah, yeah sure. it's, you know, it's just like uh, someone pulled me aside. Like, listen, it sucks. It's a shitload of work. You're gonna hate it, but you're gonna make a lot of money. And literally, the exact opposite happened. I had the best time and made zero, <laughs> made like no money. Yeah, uh, I'm gonna be honest, and I believe you know this. I actually had the opposite. I kind of had a fucking terrible time. Well, you had to put up with us. <laughs> I, I, I did. That was like that was you know at the time like a really good gig for me. Um, but I, I fucking believe I earned it. It was a lot of fucking work. And uh, but yeah, well, man, well pat fucking... yourself on the back, one, don't you, Dante? Yeah, don't don't break your hand patting yourself on the back. <laughs> Sorry, we're all yeah. such assholes believe, that I paid you to I hang out it. with us. I, I, yeah. I, work, I work so hard selling t-shirts. Yeah, I got paid as much as the rest of the band combined. (laughs) It wasn't that much. You guys, you guys also weren't like you guys weren't. You guys weren't necessarily assholes. You guys were. It was just I won't name who in particular, but I I have have a feeling I know who we're talking about. (laughs) But it's the same type of thing you were saying with that foreign band. It's like I can't fucking stay mad at these dudes. Like, God damn it, fuck. Well, it's just—I mean, you know—it's like, wait a second. If, if you know, how do you, you know how much money, you know how little money's coming in, you know how much money you're taking out. Like, you you still expect money at the end. Like, wait a second. It's, yeah. Do you know how money works? <laughs> <laughs> Complex mathematics aside, I mean. <laughs> no, I, I mostly hated Warp Tour because I couldn't fucking sleep in that goddamn bus, in that bandwagon. Yeah, when we had the tire that was just bonk, bonk. Well, it was yeah, it was the uh, I hated that so much. It was like the 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 shocks basically. Well, you and know me, shocks... I, I went to you. I had a lot of issues. I had some issues. I was suspicious of the driver. I thought he was using. Oh, oh, have, the... I've talked about that driver, not by name, but that yeah, driver. I, I, we don't need to name names, but like I thought he was up for a dude who had to drive all night. He was awake a lot of the day, sniffing, you know, yeah. not not blinking. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> yeah. No. Uh, I talked about the whole thing where he uh, in in Houston like took his pass and gave it to his buddy, and then they went to Kinko's and made a bunch of other passes, and then got yeah. in a lot of fucking trouble. <laughs> got us in trouble. Yeah, yeah. 
but Valiant Thor is like you know the the like uh, they were like the band's band on that Warp Tour in a lot of ways. We had we had we had a uh, you know we were uh, you know we're playing for the peoples, the bands like yeah. We had we had that big party on our bandwagon. That was a lot of fun. I actually wasn't there that night. That was, really? Yeah, that was Milwaukee. I remembered like that's probably yes, why it was so much fun. That's no, why I went to... exactly. Thank you. <laughs> yeah. Precisely. <laughs> that's fair. That's fair. That's fair. No, I, I like showered and got a good night's sleep, and then I come back, and people are like, "Dude, you missed because it was Milwaukee, and there's like a, a day off the next day, and for some reason they were like absolutely." No partying in the parking lot. Everyone yeah. has to be in a bus. Because something happened the night before, which I thought, I think might have been Chicago. I could be wrong. Mm-hmm. I think there's like so much shenanigans in the parking lot that, I don't know, they got a stern talking to by the mayor or some shit. I don't know. But yeah, so they're like, no one can be partying outside of their buses. So we had like every band. I mean, there's pictures, you know, the things were tiny as it was. I don't know how we got that many people on there. It was, it was just every time I turned around, I was like, hey, it was Brad from Guar. That's weird. Smoking a cigar in the bandwagon. Hey, B. Macy, what's happening? <laughs> <I was> like, <laughs> Didn't you have a rapper on one of the, one of the few rappers on the bus? Yeah. Yeah. That's right. Sammy Adams. Yeah. I forgot. I forgot about him until right now. I forgot he existed. He, he was, was like, a, uh, he's a white, uh, white boy. Right? Yes. Yeah. I think yes. he liked, I think he liked hanging out with uh, Chris cause it gave him cred. If you know what I'm saying. <laughs> Yeah, no, that's true. Uh, Chris is Chris is, but man, I fucking love Chris so goddamn much. Uh, dude, I, I, talk to, I talk to Chris all the time. He's always tagging me doing... crazy stuff on Facebook and shit. <laughs> I literally was like, he was doing a live stream of him getting like a pedicure. Yeah, and I, <laughs> I was just talking shit the whole time. He's like, Dante, you ever get a pedicure, pedicure bro? Because he always, yeah. Dude, there's some like to this day, like within like the last few weeks, like there'll be threads on on Facebook of like me, Chris, and uh, Slow Mo Joe. Uh, oh my Joe god! Sullivan, yeah, uh, Joe. Merch for sick of it all on that tour. Just like he's always razzing me on being in catering all the time. I don't remember being catering that much, but I did love catering because you know <laughs> why not? Yeah. Oh, a free thing that like. Yeah, know. I'm on this. I'm on this tour where I'm not only am I playing for 20 minutes, um, not making any money. I'm also building the stage every morning because you guys can't hire a stage crew. Like what? Okay. Really, yeah. you were a part of that too. I mean, we avoided it as much as possible. Yeah, there, so the certain people that were in charge of the stage were like, hey, guys, you know, if you're going to use the truck, uh, everyone's got to unload the truck. And that's how, than, that's how it goes for, like, every stage. Right, but we – and no one re- – I mean, like, okay, sick of it all had, like, a crew, but, like, most bands kind of – no, that's not true. Bad Cop did, too. Like, the only crew that we had was me and – the manager's daughter, which is a whole other fucking story. Yeah, don't even, don't even get me started no, on that one. No, no, for real. That'd be uh, another, but, maybe another 25 minutes, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> but, yeah, for real. But the, the, long story short, like, I, there was just no way to do it. Um, so, like, the band had to do it. And certain dudes in the band didn't want to do it. And certain dudes in the band did it, but then realized, like, why the fuck am I doing this if no one else is going to fucking do it? It was yeah. a whole ordeal. But it's also, like, I mean, I'm not trying to – throw and this is uh you know i won't i still won't name names i thought some people involved not with uh valley thor but with the hard rock stage itself like there were union loaders but some other more aggressive stage managers and people may have taken them and for themselves you know what i'm saying so there, yeah, were, yeah. there were union dudes to build our stage but no one from our stage really spoke up it's like hey man like we need these guys too you can't bogart them every day which is i think what happens sometimes that well, makes sense you know, yeah 
this this was the second to last warp tour as well and i think that like <clears throat> i definitely noticed like a lot of cuts because i did the i did the last warp tour as well with lesson jake and i noticed like a lot of things change as far as like they might have not had as many stages but they definitely didn't have as many like forklifts and fucking crew dudes and uh you know loaders and whatever you know it was I just thought it was like such a crazy setup. Like there was like 70 bands, 60, 70 bands, six or seven stages. And like, you know, the, the, the attendance, I don't think was exactly what they were hoping for, but I was like, God damn, if you're paying 70 bands, why don't you pay 30, but hire one, you know, really drop money on one band, have, you know, whoever, I don't know, bad religion, get the misfits, get, I'm not yeah. well-versed in who are big bands in that world. I'm a, I'm a little heavy metal guy, but. Instead, it's just like, what's, you know, because there were a lot of good bands on that, but it was just it was so spread out and so. No, and, and like, uh, what was the fucking, do you remember? It was, I don't, maybe it was Yuma, Arizona. I really don't remember, but there was like nobody there. But for some reason, there was a, like a ton of cops, like the entire yes. police department. Was I remember there. that. I remember that show distinctly because we, we, yeah, that's what it's because we were, we, we couldn't get in. I mean, we were there but they were checking mm-hmm. all the bandwagons and you know, there's 70 bandwagons they're trying to check with dogs. And, yeah. And, uh, yeah. and I'm getting a call and Elijah's calling me and he's just like, he's like, yo, you got to come over. You got to help me load the stage. I was like, dude, I'm here, but I'm not in the venue. Like you seriously want me to get out of the, my bandwagon <laughs> run to the venue to load the stage. That sounds not fun. I think I did do it, but yeah, that was, I don't know what they were expecting or what they heard or if there's just how that city's run, but, there was like 800 kids and 900 cops on that show. It was real weird. Yeah. On my Instagram, there's a picture of a cop standing under my tent, like literally in my tent. Yeah. And I snapped a pic and I was like, thanks so much. Uh, whatever fucking town police department for like coming to the show, you know, like Is that New Mexico or was it? It might've been New Mexico. I really don't remember. It was outside of like a college. I remember that. Yeah. It was like the second to last show, if I remember correctly. Cause I remember going to some weird Irish pub with, uh, Maybe Shitbird or the CKY guys or something. Yeah, no, I was yeah, it was a couple of CKY dudes. Yeah, man, that was that was uh definitely one of the worst attended shows. And yeah, it was wild. Like no joke, there was like helicopters and like cops on ATVs, and I don't know what they thought it would be, but it definitely wasn't worth. It was that. insane. Yeah. So from Warp <coughs> Tour, made a lot of friends, obviously, but um, yeah, yeah it was a lot of fun. I don't know if you ever saw yourself as a crew guy, but you kind of got a crew gig out of. Uh, yeah. Uh, yeah. Much, much like every weird, it's weird how like the line keeps progressing from that shitty band. I, I joined in New York to early man, which introduced me to Valiant Thor, which got me in the warp tour. And that is how uh, I became friends with uh, sick of it all. Mm-hmm. And uh, for the last year and a half, maybe two years, I've been doing some, some crew stuff for them. Yeah. That's is that, pretty, um, did you ever see yourself in that position or even like think that that'd be something you'd want to do or no. In fact, uh, basically what happened was I was, uh, I was back in New York and we, we hadn't, you know, we're off warp tours probably about a year after that. I think it was in September, I think 2018. And, uh, I got a text from Mei Ling who is, uh, Pete, awesome. Pete Kohler's, uh, wife and his guitar tech. He's a, he's a real family oriented guy, which I really think is pretty cool. Definitely. And so, uh, but she texted me and she's like, Hey Pete, uh, you know, sick of it all is doing two shows this weekend or next weekend. And, uh, you know, one in Boston, one in DC, I'm, I'm not going to go up and do it. Uh, they, uh, do you want to do it? Why don't will you tech for them? And at first I, I, I told her no. 
because you know, I, I work on guitars all the time. I work on my stuff. Uh, I was like, but you know, I got a lot of respect for these guys and they probably want a real guitar tech. I don't know what I'm doing. Like I'm going to mess it up. So I, I told her no. And she's like, ah, come on. It's super easy. It's Pete's stuff. I'll, I'll tell you what to do. And the guys really, you know, they like you, they want you to do it. And you know, come on. So I was like, well, shit. Yeah. If, if that's, if that's the attitude. And I thought it was going to be like kind of a smaller thing, but end up being, they were opening, or I don't know if it's opening or co-headline, whatever. I look at it, but they were playing with suicidal tendencies. Oh wow! And, and uh, so I was like, "What?" So we're playing, and the first show was in House of Blues, Boston, which is right next to Fenway Park, which is you know I'm from Massachusetts. So I was like, "Real exciting." Uh, oh shit! Though, but I should tell you some backstory. So I was like, "She was like, just do whatever Noodles tells you to do." And Noodles, for those of you who don't know, is their like their main guy. You know, he's head of he does everything. You know, he's tour almost manager. another member of the band. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. He's yeah. definitely. Like, the, the, the silent but deadly like they he does and i always saw it you know being on the warp tour with them but being inside like the van like he does everything he's a very very useful guy so i was like oh this would be so easy this would be so much fun i love noodles it'd be cool to see him again uh, i'll just do whatever he tells me to do i'll be a little worker bee it'll be a lot of fun and then maybe like if the shows were like a friday or saturday maybe like a tuesday or wednesday i get a call from craig uh their bass player and he's like noodles is in the hospital so it's, it's just going to be you. Now I'm like crapping myself because one, I don't know what to do. Two, uh, no one's there to tell me what to do. And three, even though now, like as of today, me and Craig are like big buddies. I love Craig. At the time, I didn't know Craig that well. You know, mm-hmm. uh, he was like kind of the dude I didn't really get to know that well on Warp Tour. You know, we're always hanging out with Noodles, and Lou was really nice, and, and Armand was always out drinking beer, and you know, Pete yeah. was friendly, always working out. But I didn't know Craig that well, and I always thought he's kind of an asshole. And the only reason I'm saying this is because he's not, and I've talked about it, that we joked about it. He's like, I just had knee surgery. I was always whacked out. I thought you were an asshole. You never said hi to me. I was like, I was scared of you, man. Every time, every time I said hi, you just grunted at me. Uh, so I was like, damn, now I'm going to hang out with this mean guy. But he's, uh, so I, but anyway, so me and Craig ended up you know, loading up the van and everything. And he's, he's not an asshole at all. He's a super nice guy. Yeah. So I did, I did those shows, and it was super cool. It was very fun for me as a little heavy metal guy, because Dave Lombardo, formerly of Slayer, is now the drummer for Suicide of Tendencies. Oh, no way. That's awesome. So, yeah. So, like, one night, it was uh, it was the next night, actually. It was in D.C., and he was just, like, kind of hanging around, and he had his drum tech doing his uh, sound check for him. And mm-hmm. it was like, I was, like, counting T-shirts or something. And then I was, like, they start playing the drum part to Rain and Blood. And I was, like, God damn, this guy really has the Lombardo feel down. And I turn around, and Dave, it's Dave Lombardo on his drum kit playing Rain and Blood. And I was like, damn. you know, I was like, Holy yeah. shit. if you told like 14 year old me someday, you'd be having, you'd be standing here watching Dave Lombardo play Raining Blood to like you and five other people. It was super awesome. It just, you know, it was a lot. Well, of hell yeah. Well, you said you, you said you're a metal guy. Uh, what would you, what would be your top like metal bands? Like if you had to like list a few off the top of your head, man, I, uh, anything with Ozzy Osbourne, Ozzy is my hero. I love Ozzy, Ozzy solo, Ozzy with Black Sabbath. If it's mm-hmm. Ozzy, it's got my ear. So uh, yeah, we get we got to see him at Download Festival in like 2018, and he's still like out there kicking ass. And yeah, yeah, like, it's it's because like, Ozzy was never known for his like superb live voice. So like when he fucks up, you're just like, ah, it's Ozzy. He's laughing, he's peeing himself, pouring water on himself. He doesn't care. What- I, f- <laughs> I feel like at this point, when he fucks up, you're like, oh, it's really him singing that's good. Yeah, exactly. You, you know, know, he's not playing to a track. That's awesome. <laughs> and it was great. The one thing I thought was funny is he kept going like, "I can't hear you," and like, you know, he's so old. You're like, maybe he can. You it's don't just, know. That's actually a possibility. He may not be able to hear you. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> 
And like, that's the other, that's like, because, and since those shows, like I've, I've done a couple runs with sick of it all. We did, uh, uh, some shows with iron Reagan. I did some shows with them. Yeah. I crossed paths with you at, um, yeah, that's right. Oh no, Matt, you were there too. It was, uh, maybe not on the same day, but it was that at o- the, uh, that Ohio, Ohio punk rock camp or something. Punk Anarchy camp. Yeah, camp. Yeah. Yeah. Camp Anarchy or yeah, whatever it's called. Yeah, yeah, that night was great because uh, it was a lot of fun. I got to see you, but also, uh, you know, the offspring played that night, so I wanted our noodles to meet their noodles. <laughs> yeah. Oh, and, I definitely uh, wasn't there that day. Yeah, it was the Friday tra- before. All the trailers were kind of in a row. Yeah, that day was like the Offspring, X, Sick of It All, and a Fear, uh, mm-hmm. and some other bands. Uh, but those were like the big ones, and I was like, Noodles, man, I'm gonna get a picture of you with Noodles. He's like, Ah, oh, bro, we've tried. It's he's he's not like super into it. But I was, I've been, uh, I had a couple monster energy drinks, you know, I was feeling no pain. I was feeling cool. <laughs> so I see him and he's like, you know, like 10 feet away from us and noodles is all messed up, you know, our noodles. He's all whacked out. So I was like, let's do it. He's like, yeah, yeah, yeah. So uh, in a very venomous move where he was, I felt he was being kind of a dick to me for no reason. I was like, you know, he was just, he was with a group of people. They left and I was like, hey man, I don't mean to bother you. And he's like, and yet here you are. And I was like, okay. oh. <laughs> and if I'd have been a big fan, it might have crushed me. But I just wanted this picture so bad. I was like, good point. Anyway, I'm Pete. I'm working for sake of it all. And that's a good icebreaker. You know, that, that kind of smooth things over. Mm-hmm. So yeah. I was just like, I'm working for sake of it all. Our tour manager's name is Noodles. Your name is Noodles. I was just wondering if I could picture you guys together. And he did. It was really funny. I can send it to you guys afterwards. But was... yeah, yeah. <laughs> so we finally got the picture of Noodles with Noodles. As it should be. And I mean, like, I know he's in the offspring and they have some like really big songs. They're a big band or whatever. But it's like, dude, your job is like you fucking play guitar. Take a picture with somebody. Man, and, yeah, it's like I'm not I'm not going to sell your autograph on eBay. I'm just you just fear just melted the floor with you. You know, so just you, know, you played your set. Just take a picture. You know, they did a, they have didn't they have issues that night? They had a power outage. The lights went oh, out or something. Yeah, that's what it was. Yeah. I remember hearing about it when I got there the next day. For the offspring yeah. or for fear? Offspring. Yeah, yeah I was going to say, yeah, I wasn't. Those monster energy drinks, I don't remember much of offspring set. Yeah. I will say this, though. The thing the thing that I think is, is fun about that, like, Camp Anarchy or whatever, is I live in Florida, but, like, and I'm saying this for Pete because maybe you don't know. I'm but not I'm aware from of that. I'm from Cincinnati, Ohio, so I flew into Cincinnati a couple days before to, like, see my family and whatnot, and so my mom drove me up to Columbus, and that's where I met up with the Lust and Jake guys on Saturday, and they all stayed at the hotel, and my mom actually drove me out, because Camp Anarchy was, like, an hour east, east of Columbus, where mm-hmm. the airport was. Sounds about right. And Yeah, so my mom drove me out there, and then I went out there, and I was, like, hanging out and partying all Saturday night. And Saturday night, I was trying to get an Uber back to the hotel, but there's literally no fucking Ubers because you're just in the middle of nowhere. Yeah, it was so I ended up ha- <laughs> I ended up having to find, like, a friend's campsite to crash on Saturday night and had to call my mom to, like, pick me back up. So at, like, 31 years old, I had to have my mom pick me up and drop me off from <laughs> Camp Anarchy. And, I, and, that, and that's, how cool, that's how cool I am. <laughs> oh, man. I I, death by stereo played, right? That, 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 that. Uh, no, no, no. Uh, this... Voodoo Glow Skulls are just the same lead singer now. No, no, no. Because we saw, oh, I saw Mike, who was the drummer for the Adolescents, at least the day that yeah. I. Oh, no, no, maybe you're right. Yeah. Could be. Oh, does he have another band? Maybe it wasn't Death by Stare. He also plays in Adolescents. So, uh, yeah, I mean, you said that. Um, yeah, no, that's probably it. But I remember seeing him, and I was excited. I ended up seeing uh, Robbie, who was like 
the main dude at Warp Catering, and he was there for some reason. I was like, oh, my God, it's you. I'm so excited to see you. He's like, okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. No, anyways, um, we should start to, like, wrap this up because, yeah. you know, we want to keep this under an hour. Okay. No. Hey, I'm just getting warmed so up, much. man. You were getting ready. Oh, Pete. Ooh, I got stories. We'll, we'll Pete, have you we're, back. We're gonna, yeah, we're going to have you back. <laughs> I love it. Yeah, as, as you know, we scramble for guests sometimes. I mean, you scraped the bottom of the barrel and found me. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, no. Pete, thank you so much for doing this. Is uh, there anything you want to plug before we get out of <laughs> here? Man, like, this year was supposed to be the year I was supposed to do, uh, you know, I was supposed to be on tour, do two tours with uh, Valiant Thor. I was supposed to tour with Sick of It All. Uh, I don't do anything. So uh, at the moment, I would say go to my Instagram, King of the Ugly Guitar. And uh, watch me play videos of me playing guitar. That's about all, that's all I've been doing. Hell yeah. yeah. So thank, thank you, Pete, so much for doing this. Thank you uh, for having us. We'll just wrap this up. Uh, our socials on Instagram and Twitter, we are at Torpass Podcast. If you want to send us an email, torpasspodcast at gmail.com. Uh, you can also, if you have the Anchor app, you can send us a voice message, which Adam did and we played last week. So, yeah, so that's our stuff. Yeah, thank you again, Pete, man. I really appreciate it. Hopefully, my pleasure. Uh, my favorite part of going to New York City is uh, coming to visit you at whatever fucking bar you're working at. Yeah, Clockwork Bar and Strange Love Bar. Please come buy some drinks. We're we're hurting. Twenty five percent capacity, baby. Are, are they open mm. again? Or I know you're in Boston right now. Yeah, they are yeah. open. They've been open for takeout only, and then uh, this weekend they're supposed to be able to open up the city a little bit. Maybe get twenty five percent inside and. Pete, thank you so much for doing this. Anytime. Dante, you're, you're adequate as usual. I think I did pretty and, good tonight. Uh, I'm pretty amazing. Thank you, everybody, for listening. 